The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Until I was uh, listening to Craig at the beginning of the show, I wasn't aware that we had rain on the way. Interesting. Uh, obviously, uh, Sunday is a big day with Super Bowl. People have plans. If you're not into Super Bowl, then Sunday afternoon is the perfect time to go grocery shopping or see a movie or whatever it is you want to do. We are uh, we are in the process of mapping out the show for the next couple of weeks. Uh, we have a very special guest on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm going to be doing my homework over the weekend. We've got Dr. Martin Marinick from the Lawrence Livermore Lab on Tuesday. He was one of the scientists involved in the development of this nuclear fusion experiment that we talked about uh, last year with uh, Dr. Gene Nelson. And then um, we're going to be gone on uh, February 20th for President's Day. I know it's kind of embarrassing to get President's Day off, but you know what? We'll take it. We'll take it. And then I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take that Tuesday and Wednesday off as well. Uh, Michael Aaron Woody and Gary J. Freiberg are going to come in with Craig and do the show. The president of Cuesta College, Dr. Jill Stearns, is going to be with us the first Thursday in March. I have been remiss in not having her on the show. Sometimes people just kind of fall through the the cracks. And another segment I'm really looking forward to, they were here, I don't know, about two years ago. We have the uh, Templeton High School Ukulele Club. Uh, Twelve or so of the most delightful young people uh, you'll ever hear. And what do they have in common? They all play the ukulele. And they're going to be back entertaining us. I'm sorry, I'm just making noise here. Uh, a couple things on my mind. One, I'm... I'm haunted by uh, this email that Charlotte Mead sent out today from the Mead Canine Rescue. I mentioned it when John was here on the pet segment. The situation is now so grim in animal shelters that over in Bakersfield, they're euthanizing puppies. And apparently what happened is that during covid you know, everybody went out and got a dog or a cat. And now that all that seems to be behind us, a lot of people are deciding that either they can't afford a dog or a cat or they don't want a dog or a cat for whatever reason. I'm not pointing fingers. They're either just setting the animals loose or they're turning them in and shelters are just overflowing, even here on the Central Coast. But over in the Valley, it's so grim they're euthanizing puppies. So I suspect we're going to need some time to talk about that next week. I also just want to spend a minute talking about parking, and then uh, we'll open up the phone lines. Uh, Vili at Kelcoast News has an article about uh, those of you up in Paso Robles. 
Paso Robles plans to double parking rates and eliminate free parking. Paso Robles wants to double its downtown parking rates to make up for money the city is losing on its parking program. In 2019, the city began charging a dollar an hour for parking in the downtown area with the first two hours free. While paid parking revenues have averaged $11,800 per month, ongoing expenses run just under $30,000 per month. Um, In December, the city council voted 3-2 to to eliminate the first two hours of free parking and to raise the hourly rate to $2 an hour, with an expectation that changes will increase paid parking revenue to approximately $85,000 a month. Mayor Steve Martin and Councilman Steve Bausch dissented. Sounds like we need to schedule uh, another conversation with the mayor. The parking uh, fee increase requires a second approval by the city council. That will happen on February 21st. So you should be aware that if you're living in North County, if you're going up to Paso Robles, uh, you can pay more for parking. I also just want to give you a reminder here in San Luis Obispo. I had an incident happen with me yesterday. I uh, met a friend of mine for lunch uh, downtown. And and it's not like I'm Mr. Downtown, but I try to go down when I can. I try to support uh, local businesses, local restaurants. And uh, the weather was nice, so we agreed to meet at Novo. And uh, I normally park somewhere on Palm Street. I can usually find a spot by the Mission. But on Palm Street, they have those new fancy-schmancy parking meters where you don't put in coins, you just put in a credit card. And you type in your license plate number and you figure out how much time you want. So I got into the parking space eh, about 10 minutes of one. In fact, I parked right in front of the pay station on Palm Street. And I punched in my license number and I punched in, just to be safe, I I paid for an hour and 40 minutes because one never knows how long lunch is going to be. So I went and I had a delightful lunch and I got back to my car about 2.15 and guess what? I had a ticket. And I couldn't figure this out because I I had kept my receipt and the receipt clearly says that I had paid through 2.30 and here I was getting a ticket at 2.13. And I looked at it, and I was like, I can't figure out what I had done wrong. And then uh, last night, I looked at the ticket, and I looked at my receipt again, and I realized I had made a a slight mistake. Uh, The first uh, two letters of my license plate number is A, and then, no, excuse me, is the number 8 and the letter T. And I had punched in the letter T, and then the number eight. I had flipped the two, and I have a $45 parking ticket. So you can appeal that, and I'm in the process of appealing. I'm not assigning blame. I'm not sitting here as angry or anything like that, but here's my message to you. If you're going to be parking in San Luis Obispo or uh, even down in Pismo Beach, they have a, a similar kind of setup. Please make sure that when you type in your license plate number, kind of double check it to make sure that you have typed it accurately. And also, when it offers you a receipt, make sure you get the receipt and you hang on to it 
in case, like me, you end up getting a ticket. So you get to appeal it, and I explained that, you know, I took a photo of my receipt and said, here's my receipt. I made a good faith effort to pay for parking, and I am hopeful that you will uh, just write this off as a dumb mistake of a one-eyed senior citizen. Got to play that card as much as I can. And uh, give me the benefit of the doubt. And I'm, you know, I'm hopeful that they will do that. But regardless, you know, the new technology is here. If you use those kind of meters, double-check the license plate number when you type it in and keep that receipt so that there's no problem. It is 5.15 on KVEC. Quick break. We'll come back. Let's find out what's on your mind. On the Storberg Tatum text line, Eric Gorham is full of beans, just wild accusations. Podcast will be up shortly. If you didn't hear the conversation, Mr. Gorham, you're uh, welcome to listen to it and uh, judge for yourself. And uh, the takeaway, though, where I will agree with Eric is that um, all of us need to be more engaged with the County Board of Supervisors and not rely on sound bites or quotes in the article or sound sound bites on the morning news, rather. Uh, It's up to us as citizens to kind of keep up with things and let us decide what's going on. So um, it is time for open line. Uh, We welcome your phone calls. You can call in pretty much talk about whatever you want to talk about. Call and say hi. You can promote an event. You can ask a question. We can visit uh, an old issue, bring up a new issue. Talk about the Super Bowl. What do you want to talk about? We start with Scott in San Luis on KVEC. Hey, Scott. Hello, Dave. Hello, Craig. How hey, are Scott? you guys? We're good. How have you been? Uh, I've, been I've just had a busy week. I, I've been listening, but I just haven't had time to call as much as I have. But I thought I would call today about the closing of Bed and Bath Beyond. Um, I guess I could see it coming. Sure. Um. The, the the numbers are a little bit confusing. I don't know if they're closing 236 stores or they're closing 149, because last week they announced 87, and this week they announced 149. So I'm a little confused, but... Maybe they, don't, maybe they themselves don't know yet. Well, in their peak, they were 1,550 stores, but the, their announcement is they're going to keep 360 open. So it's a, it's a shocker to me because I do business there, and I just kind of wanted to hear the folks that are listening. You know, do you go do you go to Bed and Bath Beyond? Um, and if not, or you do, where are you going to go next? Target well, or shop online? Because let I me personally, let me go to Craig. Craig, have you ever been in Bed Bath and Beyond? Yeah, I mean, I'm a human being. I think everyone's been in there. I've been in there one time. I've been in there a couple times. What do you would you would you buy stuff there? Uh, I have, but. I maybe only four or five things. Yeah, but it's nice to know when I need something very specific that is Bed Bath and or Beyond related. I know where to get it. Yeah. Well, I'm not a fan of Target, and I'm not a fan of Williams Sonoma, and I don't buy anything from Walmart or Amazon. So I'm like, where am I going to go? eBay. Now I, I do no. buy from Sears and Kmart online. Uh, it works, but it's 
not exactly price competitive. I mean, it depends what I need. What kind of stuff? You're I, ta- what kind of stuff you're talking about? Oh, I mean, like, I mean, it could be plates, it could be bedding, it could be an espresso machine, it could be food processing, it could be knives, it could be just the basic things that. I find necessities. Have you been Perfect. to the store in some kind of home place that's over there by the Costco right next to the pet store? Oh, you're talking about home goods. Yeah, oh. home goods is fine. Yeah, they've got a lot but of interesting stuff. They do, but when it comes to maybe, it, you know, Ben Bath Beyond is going to have consist- consistency, and home goods is really not consistency. It's It's kind of like, Pick and choose, like like grocery outlet. You you don't get consistency there. You you just get what the discount is, and then it's gone next week. You'll never see it again. Uh, but I do like Home Goods. Yeah, but it's I, limited. Yeah. You know? So what do you think happened to Bed Bath and Beyond? Um, I think they they I think they put too much capital. In fact, this store they expanded it. I don't know why they did that. So they probably paid a huge rent, and they probably dealt with a lot of stores expansion. They weren't getting enough business, and I think Amazon was really the ticket, and that's sad because I really, I just don't. I hate Amazon. I hate to say that, but I just don't do business on Amazon. I want to be fair. I want to do local business, and I know, understand that Bed and Bath Beyond is not local, but they yeah. got a segment in the market. I think that is a necessity. They don't take everything. They got just a section of the market that I like. And I really don't know what I'm going to do without them. Well, you're going to hate me, but I just bought a cutting board on Amazon. Yeah, and everybody does, right? It's because it's convenient. It's convenient. But Clark Howard says that Amazon is not really a bargain. It's just convenience. I, I'm not expecting it to be a bargain. It's just convenient. I, yeah. I, I, my, I have a cutting board, and somehow it got warped. And it was like at 10 o'clock at night, and I realized I needed a cutting board. So I went to my computer. I bought a cutting board. I think I'm paying $17, and it should be home when I get home. Yeah, you said you were a fan of Godchalks. So oh, I miss Godchalks. Oh, I miss Godchalks so much. So where am I supposed to go, to Macy's or uh, May Company in Santa Maria? I don't know. I just wanted to fill, you know, let the people know that I think it's going to be missed. How about the outlet? How about the outlet stores? Uh, which one? So the ones in Pismo Beach. They got all sorts of outlet stores. I don't yeah, know I the names. Yeah, I forgot about that. No, you you totally rang my bell there. I didn't even think of that. I I just, hey, listen, they're just down the street from me. <laughs> you know, that's why I you know I'm old school. I like I don't like change, and I don't know who filled in because you know Staples has been empty for what twelve years. Oh, don't even get me going on that on that <laughs> that mall. I mean, uh, Tahoe Joe's gone. Uh, home, home, buff, hometown buffet gone. Yeah. It, it's a ghost town. People talk about downtown San Luis Obispo. It's downtown is thriving compared to whatever we call that now. And it's free parking over there. Why are they denying it? I mean, they could get the business over there. I mean, you know, we could use a TJ Fridays or maybe a Krispy Kreme twenty four hours or something. But no, they can't fill that Applebee's. Yeah. You know, okay. Well, right, listen, Scott. you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for taking the call, Dave. Thanks, Thanks for calling, Scott. Be safe out there. Let's say hi, to Sean in San Luis. Hey, Sean. Hello, hey, Dave. Hey. I wanted to respond too to Scott. Man, we are going to miss Bed Bath and Beyond. You know why? Because it was one stop shop. Um, we could get supplements there, like vitamin C, probiotics, and even. And then when you did buy something like specific. Like, for example, we bought an espresso machine there, and you got those really um, magic gems of those 20% coupons. So a $240 item, 
20% off. I mean, that's over, that's like $50 off. Uh, even what you pay at Amazon at any time, you can always have those coupon things. But can't you so get that, it? Yeah, that whole. Can't you get one at uh-huh. Costco for cheap? Say that again. Can't you get one at Costco for cheap? Well, that's if you pay the Costco membership. So, like for example, my wife and I, we have you know we have an apartment. We don't really do Costco because. We can't, we don't buy bulk. We don't have space for bulk like Costco. So, you know, I guess the alternative, I know that uh, Scott was saying uh, just a moment ago uh, that he doesn't do Target, but I think we're going to be forced to probably do Target, but there's still certain items that we just won't be able to get there that we were able to get at Bed Bath & Beyond. They always had a section of like affordable like supplements that are on their discount area, like where they needed to move them because they had an expiration date. So now it's like we're going to have to go to several other places and rather than just one stop shop there and then sprouts and then head home like we used to you know but this i know that whole area that whole shopping center is disgusting i mean i feel like san luis obispo really needs to um start holding accountable these commercial um property owners that own these properties like anderson and and any of the other ones we can think of and name because either they need to make them into little mini sections like hundred you know five hundred square foot segments rather than thousand square foot or ten thousand square foot but just seeing like i mean hometown buffet and like you said um tahoe joe's and all that it's just it really hurts my heart to like go over there and just it's like what the heck you know yeah. what, what's gonna be the in bed bath and beyond now another halloween store well i guess um um uh, crush grape is moving because the boot barn is going to expand and take over two of the empty spaces I mean, good luck to them, but there's so much right. empty space there, and they need. I'd like to see them put a priority on it. Right, and that's. I think like I think this complements um, the guest you had, who is the uh, city council member, the past city council member, oh, Christy Mulholland, about how we keep building. Yep. Yes, yes, because we need to stop building and start filling the spaces we already have. I'd like to see that. That's. I think that's been a theme for quite a long time um, amongst mo- many local voices. All right, Sean, have a good weekend. Thanks for checking in. Off we go. We've got California Headline News and ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with Time Saver Traffic and Weather Together. And we have another half hour of our last call open line. We'll give you a chance to call in and talk about whatever you want to talk about. It is fine with us. And then Chris Pillsbury at 605 talks about scams that threaten senior citizens. We're live. We're local. This is Hometown Radio. It is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. We're spending an hour just taking your phone calls on our Friday night open line. Whatever you want to talk about, it's fine with us. 805-543-8830. 800-549-5832. Larry's in Aurora Grande on KVEC. Hi, Larry. Hi. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Larry. So I have a question and a proposal. Um, and one's going to lead to the other. All right. Um have you guys ever heard or read of where all politicians, or at least let's say politicians 40 and older, that it would be highly recommended 
or better yet required, that they would have a comprehensive physical examination at a very reputable organization, i.e., uh, Cleveland Clinic, uh, Mayo Clinic. Uh, I can tell you right now, the Mayo Clinic, at least in Rochester, Minnesota, they have the most amazing, they call it an executive physical. Yep. And they send you up and they put you through the mill. They literally did. Uh, I used to get reports on one of my friends back in Illinois, and I was just actually amazed. And their reputation is above a reproach. And in this day of transparency and non-biased, that is such a possibility, non-biased information, to where politicians would, you know, go get this uh, uh, an executive physical. And you can make anything in there. We could have physicians that are cleared by both parties and stuff like this, and they would get this physical, and it would be required to be released to the public. If you want to run for president of the United States or a senator or whatever, then it has, you have to have this physical. Why? Because of the stakes. Of, Why? Well, and I'll give you a perfect example. Right now, uh, you heard of Mr. John Fetterman. He's senator. the Democratic senator from Pennsylvania. Right. He had a horrific, horrific stroke. I mean, his right. receptive aphasia was just terrible, just absolutely just terrible. And he recovered, not 100%. But he had another episode at some type of Democrat, Democratic retreat where he got hospitalized again. Yeah, and he got wow. released. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, in fact, I never saw it in the lay press. I only found it in one of my journals. And I said, wow, because, you know, I like a lot of things about Mr. Fetterman, but I even had my own doubts of what he was mm-hmm. going through and where he would end up. Well, I mean, some yeah. of his debates were really challenging. Yeah. Larry, Larry, hang on a second. Craig, what do you think of the idea? Should all politicians have to have, have a physical over the age of 40 and release the results? Uh, I don't know. That's a little intrusive. And I think uh, I think our eyes can see what's going on. And as much as I'm not a Fetterman fan, it is up to the voters, uh, you know, I don't think it's kind of any of my business as long as their faculties are there, and that's for the voters to decide. Yeah, and Larry, I think Craig has a point. We we all saw Fetterman on the stage that night and in the debate, and the voters still decided that they wanted him. Shouldn't they? Shouldn't that be enough? Well, I, you would think so, but the problem was he didn't release his medical records, so we saw the end result, but we had no idea what his prognosis was. We have no idea. I mean, it's just there was a lot of great areas. And again, I really, I mean, if I, I thought he seemed like a pretty decent person. But I had my, I still had my doubts. And I think that if I was Joe Biden or if I was Donald Trump and I'm in my 80s running for office, I would volunteer. I could be the first one to put up my hand. I said, I'm going to the Mayo Clinic and we'll arrive at a team of physicians and, and team members, and I'm going to release my results. And if he passes, and if he has a good report, and everything like that, I think that would be the biggest plus for him possible. One of the, and even I have my questions about 85 years old. I am definitely, I, I have no ageism. I do not believe in that. I personally have seen 40 year olds. That should never hold office. Sure, and I've seen eighty-year-olds that should be in office. And I and think to have the seal well, yeah. of approval, yeah, to have the seal of approval. You know, I think that's huge. 
But at the, uh, at the same time, Larry, I would think that even if uh, let's talk about Biden, because I think this is the obvious case here. Even if Biden had the medical stamp of approval, there are going to be a lot of people who don't want who don't like the idea of a 83 year old guy as president, no matter what the doctor says. They just don't think he should be president. <laughs> but they're going to they're not going to vote for him at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, everybody's but but for people independent, you know, kind of like myself. People in independence are kind of on the fence and saying, well, you know, that is old. But if a very, very prestigious, above reproach institution would say, listen, we can only tell you what's going on this date and time. We can't tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. But he is in this kind of shape. Mm-hmm. But then, then, uh, his record. then FDR, would, be FDR would never have been president. John F. Kennedy would never have been president. Woodrow well, Wilson probably would not have been reelected to a second term. I agree. I agree. But there's, and there goes the secrecy. Uh, you know, there's all the secrecy with that, and there is all the non-transparency. Again, if you put out what's going on and stuff like that, I think that's the fair thing. If you, make it, if you want to make an informed decision on any politician— you're going to look at their views. They're going to look at their past history and everything like that. But physical health and mental health are a big deal. Yeah. They're a huge deal. I agree. All right, Larry, have a good weekend. You've given us something to think about. We appreciate that very much. Any other thoughts on that? Craig, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm I'm not in favor of it. I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm struggling with the fact that, I definitely want my politicians to be uh, keen of mind, but at the same time, I don't want them to have to submit to uh, mandatory health checks. And if one does, that's fine for them. They can do it and release the results all they want. On the Stolberg-Tatum text line, physicals are required to serve in the armed forces. Those running for a federal office should have the same requirements. Well, then why not state office? Why not city council? You yeah. know? Is is Erica Stewart mentally capable? Is she physically capable? Oh, yeah, I, I want a I want a doctor's note. I mean, how far do we take this argument? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. It's our open line. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. We've got uh, Chris Pillsbury at uh, 605 on uh, Monday. We have uh, Dr. Armstead is going to be with us. We're going to meet members of the California Rare Fruit Growers. Our friends from By the Sea Productions will be here. David Wiseman is going to talk about Diablo Canyon. And Garth from Atascadero is going to talk about capitalism. So there you go. You going to watch the Super Bowl? Are you a Super Bowl guy? No. I can't even tell you who's in the Is it? I think it's Philadelphia and... And what's the Philadelphia team name? Eagles. Okay. And then who? I don't know. Uh, Kansas City? Yeah. What's the name of their team? Chiefs? Boom. You got it. Look at ding, you. Ding, 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 ding. You're practically John Madden over there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to a Super Bowl party. Um, Is it going to be uh, star-studded? A couple. Celebrity-laced? couple. Okay. Down in San Inez. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing anything for the Super Bowl. I'm not, I always say that I'm the best guy to have at your Super Bowl party to barbecue. Because I really don't pay attention to the game, but I love to barbecue. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's a great day for me if I enjoy making something like that. But otherwise, no, I really don't care. Although I do want to address uh, a text earlier to the person that said uh, Gorm is full of beans. Watch the language. 
You're on thin ice. You're getting a warning. Full of beans. We don't need that kind of caustic attitude. Here. Well, actually, the f- full text is like, Gorham is full of beans, just wild accusations. Yeah, I didn't want to repeat the whole thing because that was just too much. Yeah. Too harsh. We don't fact check all the guests. We give them a platform and then yeah, you decide. All right. Uh, take a short break. We'll come back for a final segment of our open line. We're live. We're local. This is KVEC. All right, let's take some calls here on our Friday night open line. I'm Dave Congleton along with Craig Hill and Vita is on the line. Hey, Vita. Hi, thanks Hi. for taking my call. Sure. I made that statement about Mr. Gorham, and I don't know him personally. And I know that he knows a lot more about that water issue than I do. I have no knowledge of the whole thing about the water basin. I was referring to his comments about Tom Folks somehow starting this issue to uh, retract the... Uh, patent map and i've been involved in that issue and i've never heard truthfully tom's name come up i'm sure he's a contributor and uh, obviously wants to see it gone too but a lot of us do so at any rate i just want to clear that up i don't believe a man's full of beans i had a couple other comments sure i I just came out of bed bath and beyond i'm really really unhappy about it and especially the fact that in their first announcement they didn't even include this store and I was talking to the clerk, and he said, yeah, it was a total surprise to them. So that's, that's just, that's really disappointing. And my other comment is about the parking ticket. I always take my receipt, but I wondered today, I was parked somewhere, and I came back a half hour early. And so I wanted to move to another part of downtown and park again. And I wondered, can I still use that extra half hour in a different parking space because I don't think it reads it doesn't know where you're parked the parking you know, meter how yeah. would it know where I'm parked unless there's some electronic eye or something well um, I think the problem and I'm, this is just a guess Vita is that they have those parking stations block by block and so if you move to another part of town you would be moving to another parking station and your car may not be listed on that. See, on my ticket, on my ticket, it says that the the attendant checked the parking station and didn't see my license number. Oh, even though I was only off by one number. But maybe maybe, maybe we can get Gavin uh, Hussey in here to answer that question. That's a legitimate question. Yeah, because I was going to do that. I was going to, and then I thought, oh, with my luck, I'll end up getting a ticket. So I didn't do it. So anyway, uh, I think that was all my comments. I am disappointed about Beth Bond. But I do like home goods. I like home goods a lot. Where will you go now instead of Bed Bath and Beyond? Probably Home Goods more. And Target. I'm I'm okay. And Costco. I'm a Costco member, so yes. Yeah. Me too. All right, Vita, have a good weekend. Thank you very much. Craig, I'm surprised uh by the passion about Bed Bath & Beyond. To me, it was just always another chain store. Yeah, and a chain store that not a lot of people went to because apparently it's going to be closed. Yeah. yeah. Let's take another call. We've got Brett on KVC. Hey, Brett. Hey, so you don't need Gavin. You can have me. Okay. So you can you can park within the same rate, rate zones, and you would think that the rate would be the same across all those pay stations, Unfortunately, they are not. They're not. 
No, so that yeah. makes it a little tougher. So there's only like three or four that have a lower rate, and those are right around the mission there where the dog leg is. That's where I park typically, right there on Palm Street, because usually there's a space there. So the, the pay stations around the dog leg are $1.75 an hour, and the others are at 2 But I'm not sure if we may make them all the same when the new rate increase comes into effect. Hey, so what what chance do I, I don't know if you heard the story, but I got a parking ticket because I I switched two of my numbers accidentally. I've appealed it. Do I have any chance of getting that thrown out? Absolutely. That's almost 100%. Because people do that all the time. You're not the only one. Okay. (laughs) Believe me, people do it constantly. One of the problems we have with those. Hmm. So, yeah, so you can move within the same rate. Although the problem there is, is that how do you know what the rate is on any given machine without checking it? That's what you have to do. You have to look at the screen. And I forget where it shows up. It shows you the rate. but most like, And you can go from a high rate to a low rate. You just can't go from a low rate to a high rate. Yeah. So it sounds like Vita would just be better off timing her her uh, her shopping instead of, trying to move it around and save money. Uh, I, you know, most, most of the time you're going to be, the probability of being in a low rate is pretty, is pretty low. So just the dog leg on, on Monterey broad there. Or when in doubt, or, just, just park in the parking structure. That's easier. You get the first hour free still. So that's a good deal. Yeah. All right, Brad, thanks okay. for clarifying. Right. Appreciate it. Did you know that Craig? No, there are different parking zones. Vita, if you're still listening. So, Unless you can figure out where the different rates are, you're you're in trouble. Just park at the garage. 805-543-8830 on the Stolberg Tatum line. Danny from Grover. Hey, Danny. On the issue of age, look at Queen Elizabeth and how sound her mind was for so long. Health for the president has to do with the safety of the nation. Yeah. And let them, let the voters, I understand what Larry's saying, but let the voters decide. We can tell, and the voters of Pennsylvania, despite the handicap that Fetterman had, they still wanted him, so let them vote for him. Lance is in San Luis on KVEC. Hey, Lance. Hey, Dave. Hey, Lance. You know, you, you got the, the parking meter, and I'm glad Brett called in because he definitely knows, But and I've had this discussion with them before. I think, because we're using our credit cards for those parking meters, yes. you know, you put your card in and you buy the time, you buy two hours. Yep. I think if, if you only use an hour and a half of your two hours, you should be able to put your credit card back in and get a refund on what you didn't use. Well, but then what happens when you go to the old-fashioned coins and you put in a dollar's well, worth of time and you only use yeah. 50 cents? It's the same thing. Well, no, because because there's no way of giving you refunds with that. But your credit card, they could refund you back on that card. Yeah, they could. And and to me, it, it's like, why don't they just do that? Give, give us some, some refund. It'd be easy enough to program those machines and come up with it. But here again, I doubt the city wants to give up any money. And I thought it was interesting when you said Paso's raising the rates because they're losing money on parking. Well, it was too cheap in Paso. It's a buck an hour. But But how are they losing money on parking? I mean, what expenses are there to 
parking. Uh, is it the cost of the meters? Is it the cost of the staff to go around and patrol the meters? I don't know. I've, I need to get Steve Martin back on the show. It be, because, yeah, I, I'm thinking, okay, the is it a certain staff that's doing that? Well, maybe they can also combine them with doing other things besides just going around and looking at parking tickets and stuff or parking meters. You know, it, it's a it's the silent cash cow that uh, keeps paying the cities, and people, they grumble about it, but they never do anything about it. So maybe Lance should stand outside his office and uh, let people park in his parking space for a discount. <laughs> I, I, You know what? Every client that I say that I have, I always tell them, hey, if you come down, downtown, park in my lot, come up, say hi, and go do your stuff. Gee, you've never said that to me. I'm a client. You've never said that to me. So, you have never but, yeah. invited me to park in your parking spot. You can always park in my lot. You are more than welcome to park in my lot. Just come up and say hi, and if I happen to not be there, you can just wave and say, well, you weren't there. Really? All so, right. But, yeah, but the, here's the other thing I was going to tell you. You, you ordered a cutting block from Amazon. Yeah. You know, you're not that far from the kitchen shop, and I it, they've got incredible kitchen stuff, especially for restaurant-quality uh, kitchen equipment. The kitchen? I've never heard of it. What's the kitchen shop? The kitchen shop on South Higuera, not far from um, uh, DMV. I've never heard of them. What are they on oh, the same? Yeah. Are they on the same side of the road? Other side of the road, so going towards town on South Iguera, other side of the road from DMV down past like the Budget Cafe um, uh, complex there. And they've got incredible kitchen stuff, especially restaurant quality stuff. And you want cutting boards, you want knives, you want, you know, anything like that, it's a great shop. Have you heard of this place, Craig? Yeah, I was actually planning on going there this week and I totally forgot about it. Because I need to get a new uh, knife, so I was going to head over there to find something. What are the need. What are the prices like, Lance? They're 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 they're. I'll tell you, they're good prices, um, and you're getting top quality stuff. That's I, I've got a lot of my uh, barbecuing and kitchen, you know, big stuff uh, from there. I mean, I probably have a half a dozen cutting boards from them. Yeah, but you make more money than I do. Craig, have you yeah. shopped there? I have not. I just, okay. I've driven by it a million times, and it was one of those things where I could not find what I wanted, and I, I need to hold the thing that I'm looking for. The type of knife I'm looking for, I need to hold it. I need to feel and see how it, it works. And so I was thinking, where can I do that? And then I remembered, hey, wait a minute. I drove by this place a million times over the few, past few years. I got knives. I, I paid $16 for a cutting board. Can they beat yeah, that? Well, I, I, I don't know how big your cutting board is. I mean, I, I I've got either. some pretty good sized ones and some small ones. And um, yeah, so, but I'll tell you, if you want good quality stuff that'll last generational uh, kitchen stuff, you can't beat them. So, Vita, if you're still listening, what's the name of this place? The, I'm almost positive it's called the Kitchen Shop. Does that sound right to you? And, I believe so. Yeah. No, it's called uh, it's called ch- uh, chopped. It's okay. Somebody on the Stolberg Tatum line is saying it's called chopped. Okay. I just know it as the kitchen shop, and it's like I said, it's on South Iguera there, 
Uh, I can't say, uh, you know, I, I, they're, they're great. They've got, if you want good quality kitchen stuff, I mean, it's restaurant quality. Um, it's like the, the, the aisle at Smart and Final where they kind of have restaurant stuff, but it's a whole store of it. We'll send our sales department on Monday and hit them up. Okay, here you go, Dave. All right, Lance, thank, thank you very you. much, buddy. Have a good weekend. Have a great weekend, and thanks for the rain update. Yeah. Sometime. What do we say about rain? Tomorrow between 3 and 6. Yeah, it's in the forecast. Okay. But who, things can always change around here. Who knows? All right. This does not change. We've got uh, ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with Time Saver Traffic and Weather Together. Chris Bellsbury warns us about scams facing senior citizens. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown Radio. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.